Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All yours, Conrad. Dagon is a is a is a and the people them worship him. They they that's 
morning, when they rose, there was Dagon fell on its face on the ground before the ark of the Lord. Its hand and head had been broken, broken off where, yes, broken off. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, sometimes we, we, we are, um, hmm. I remember Pastor was preached, uh, talked about the Ark of the Covenant where you cannot touch it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and he, he bowed down in front of it. So what I realize now, um, his hand and um, his head was broken, dropped off. Let me read, let me read, read it, finish reading. Dagon fell on the ground, um, on his face on the ground before the ark, and the Lord, the Lord, Hold on, I'm stuck. Yes. Yes, it's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, let me go. Uh, let me. Uh, go, go ahead. Now. Yes. All right, so on the number four. Number four. Yes, please. Okay. So, um, the following morning, when they rose, there was Dagon falling on his face on the ground before the ark of the Lord. His head and his hands had been broken off and were lying on the threshold. Only his body remained. Only his body remained. Chapter 5, verse 5. That was why, to this day, neither the priest of Dagon nor any other who entered Dagon's temple had at Ashton, steps on the threshold. Amen. Amen. So as you see there now, okay. as you see there, he 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 go around the the, the ark of the covenant, and he I guess he was touching it to see if he could have get power. Yeah. No, he actually. Can I jump in real quick? No, he he was. This was a this was a statue. Yeah. Sure. All, all all false idols will fall before God. Wow, that's right. Yeah. Because um, I, I, um, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy five verse seven, um, as as the people and worship um Dagon. You know, and God say in his word, you must not worship no other God but me. Yeah. And you don't, <laughs> you must not worship no other God but me, right? Right. So um, going down, going down to chapter five, I realize from they take the Ark of the Covenant from the rightful place where it's supposed to be, People been falling, dying. People been dying, mm-hmm. you know, because God's hand was heavy upon them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, number five, sweetie. Number six. Number. 
That's why that is number six we are in home. Yes. The Lord the Lord's hand was heavy upon the people of Ashton and its uh, vicinity. He brought devastation upon them and afflicted them with turmoil, with tumors. When the man of Ashton saw what was happening, they said, The ark of God, the ark of the God of the Israel, Jesus, the ark of the God of Israel must not stay here with us because his hand is heavy upon us and upon Satan over God. That's therefore God. Mm-hmm. So, yes. altogether, all of the rulers of the Philistines and ask them, what should we do with the ark of God of Israel? They so, as you see, every, every bunch of people are falling down, dying, until after they start to have stuff on their skin, you know, and tumor. God, God don't want us to worship no other God but Him. God wants to, to worship Him in spirit and in truth. And that's what's happening to these people. They've been falling down, they've been, they realize what is going on. So, guess what? They want they want it out of the place because God has it up on them so heavily. They can't contain. You know, when the spirit of God is around you, you can't see the devil. You can't feel uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. They just want it to be out of the place. Indeed. Another thing, too, if I could add something. Yes. Yeah. The fact that even these people that did not know or worship our God, was at all at the power of our God. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the way I believe that our God was showing off is that he makes their false God completely <laughs> drop and they put it up back. He came to the accident. Let's put him up back so that the like, okay, let's do this once and for all. And they began to be fearful of our God. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we ought to know who we serve because even people who don't know God is now going like, oh, this is a terrible power that is upon us. Yeah. take this rock. So, you know, it's, a, it's, it's to be reckoned with. So I, I, I really, that's what I get from there, just to share. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes in ourselves, I would ask each and every one of us to look in ourselves because sometimes we, we have stuff that we have as our, like, put before God. Yeah. Make us the, the ark. Yeah. And we put before God, and God no one wants us to worship, no. Ask God for him. And sometimes in ourselves, you know, we maybe, you know, our stuff that we, um... Idolize. Idolize. Mm-hmm. Because God... Trust me, when God wrath, you don't want his wrath to be upon us because we don't as his word says, he don't want us to worship no other God but him. Mm-hmm. He wants us to worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. And as we talk about Sunday, he wants a full hundred. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Full hundred. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
they're talking about like the 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 um Dagon when he when they 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 he fell fell down and break. Even that threshold that he, he dropped and and break. It's like from now on, even in the priest that nobody wanna go across it because they, they think that, wow, something gonna happen, you know, mm-hmm. so that we say, you know. And he will, and the Lord will protect your Somebody threshold like that, too. Yeah, you I realize 
that sometimes when you're squeezed in a corner, you realize that, oh, my God, this was an idol or that I've made this an idol. Maybe people's behavior an idol because you put it so much more in front of your worship and in front of what you are to do with God. And then your, your, your work in Christendom becomes not as effective as it, right. as it ought to be. Right. And in those days, it was so dramatic that people would die. But for us, we realized that we died spiritually. And what's mostly affected is the, 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 the miracles sometimes that comes with, with the work that we are to do. And uh, our worship and our life, you know, it becomes polluted. Right. Yeah, and it's just like um, what the children of Israel did to Aaron while Moses was gone. They, they, they finagled him so easily to make him build this golden calf. And in our in today's society, like you said, we got many of things. And the worst thing is for for a lot of people is is you know famous people, you know movie stars, singers that we. As you see that that one show, you know, it's called American Idol. You're idolizing these people. That's what you know you do when people get in awestruck of a of a of a movie star or a singer. Half half of the people faint, you know, when they see one or something like that, and they go crazy or nuts. And, that, and that's what our society has become. And 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 instead of being like you said, instead of being the little golden statues, now it's actually people, or like you said, the cars and the jobs and things like that. People even, you know, you know, do it, you know, idolize their bosses and, and all this other stuff. So you got to be real careful what you're doing in today's society, because you can, like, like, like God said, the the, the devil is, was the the most subtle creature in the garden. And he is yes. still that subtle. It's so subtle you don't even realize it's happening to you. Yeah. Right? You yeah. you you just been raped and you don't even know that you were raped. Yeah. Yep. True. Yeah. Yeah. Even. Hello. Go ahead. We we're here. Go yes. Ahead. Even even our spouses can become an idol in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people, they you know just get married for different reason that um, that that their spouse is going to change your life and they're going to do this, they're going to do that, and before long, their spouse they put their spouses in a position where um, God God can't do anything for them anymore. It's their spouse. Right. Yeah. And so, and sometimes they don't even realize it. Like I, for me, I didn't know how much um, my my ex husband was an idol in my life because I set out to wanted to please God in a way that the enemy says, you know what? If you want God to love you. Do this, do that, do all of this. And before long, I wasn't really worshiping God. All I used to talk to was my husband this, my husband that, my husband. And it's okay to talk about your husband, but God always look on the heart. So, you know, our children. Yeah. 
all I have to say. Amen. That also goes to, like, when you're looking at different things in your life to make you happy, um, looking to those things, um, whether it's food or whether it's, you know, drugs, alcohol, all those things that we try to run to to make us happy or to change our mood, you know, if we're down, if we're upset, if we're having a bad day, um, those things can become idols and you can worship them in the form of running to them instead of running to God. So, you know, even like we, you know, I think Keith had made a statement, okay, it's fine to have a glass of wine, but if you have to always check yourself to say that, am I drinking this to make myself feel better today? Am I having a bad day and I say to myself, oh, I need a glass of wine? Or am I just drinking it for, you know, a meal or whatever, you know, or, you know, something like that. But don't, don't you know, run to it as a way to make yourself happy, you know, or to change your mood, you know, because then you have to really check yourself to make sure that that doesn't become a, a stronghold or something needful, you know, in your life or even, um, like I said, you know, before food, you know, we, like they call it comfort food, but God gave you a comforter, <laughs> you know what I mean? So don't run to food as a comfort, you know, thing. You know, if I'm feeling upset or I'm feeling fat, <laughs> you know what I mean, or you know, whatever I'm feeling, and I and I feel like, oh, I want to go, you know, get a dessert or I want to this or that. You have to really think about, you know, what you're doing before you're doing it because, like we said, it's so subtle to make an idol out of anything. Yeah. One of the biggest examples is what we are facing now in our country. When I think about it and in this chapter, is what's going on in, in, the, 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 in our society with President Trump and the war in different places and the disaster that's coming. Um, because when people fear to see God as God, this is what happened. Um, there in the Bible, we also heard this scripture that said, It's my people which are called by my name. Mm-hmm. To humble themselves and pray. Right. But instead of praying, sometimes we turn to, to other stuff. Just like those people, they recognize the, 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 the ark, that God was the God of the ark, more than how they recognize that God was the, that God. So, in other words, then that's why God, um, you know, the fear come upon them because in, um, in everything is, is to point them to the God, to God, the real God. But they feel to see God's wrath, and then that's what happened to them. And it's the same thing happening in our country. You know, um, everybody blames President Trump, but he has nothing to do with what is going on. You know, it's for people, God used him and put him in position, because if God never put him in position, he couldn't be there, whether we like it or not. So God put him there that the people would not look to Trump, but look to God. But instead, they keep everywhere you go, it's just about Trump. So Trump become a God, even greater than where God puts him.
Amen. Amen. As we look up, up on um, chapter
what she could say. Just calm down. He know what he was about, and he wanted to distract him. And mm-hmm. for that, this morning I wake up and I like tell my wife, you know what? I want to be, I want to be different. I want to be like a child. You know, something happened. You just say, you just make it just blow like a breeze and pass by because we're a child of God. And sometimes we just hold on to stuff like a madness. You know, not drifting away from the um, the message, yeah. but sometimes we want on to stuff like a madness. And then afterwards, like a madness, it, everything just keeps stuck onto it until afterwards you're so curved with so much stuff and then you, you're you full of uh, so much dirt and junk and all these kinds of you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to be free from that and able to, you know, and yes, because you gather them until they you gather them until they they stop with you. They hard to come out because they had their well done. As something happens, it just as my wife rubbed against me, then I start to like, <laughs> you know. So I'm I'm just saying, you know, um, wow, it's it, it's been a, a blessing, and um, I thank Pastor. It's, it's been like a, but I thank you for giving me the go ahead to be able to do this, the opportunity, because it's like, it's like I don't want to be like um, Jonah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be like Jonah. That go the wrong way, you know. God is telling something, and then you're running, and then after he said, "Okay, then you're running." Even into the deep blue sea, you got to go. I'm gonna get you out there, you know. I'm telling you, so it can be crazy. And reading this message tells you to listen. Don't play with God. Don't play with God. Don't play with God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. No doubt. Don't play with God. He'll the funny thing about it all is that, you know, if you don't know the history of the Philistines, they were actually cousins of the Israelites. Um, and they should have known better. So the other, the other folks, when they tried to take it to them, to the Ekronites, they were like, no, don't bring that thing over here, right? They're like, no, we know better. We don't want none of that over here. But they know the power of God. They know, like you said, you don't play with God. And they they understood the representation of that ark. It didn't represent God, but it represented a place where God could dwell amongst the people. You understand? So mm-hmm. going to the inner courts of the, of the, of the temple to be with God. You don't go to, you don't stay on the outer courts for you for, was for your daily life. But when you came in those walls of that tabernacle, you're 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 given a sacrifice, you go to the washbowl, you, you go into the into the um the holies and then you go to the holy of holies. So you, you go through all of this and you uh, when you're in the holies you eat the show bread and you drink the wine which is what we do for communion. Okay, that's the representation. That's what Christ did. The representation of the communion that he gave was to say that 
the showbread and the wine that the, the high priest would take was supposed to be an enlightenment to him so he could actually see and be before God when he goes into the Holy of Holies. And that's what God wants us to be. But if you are misusing it, or if you're just thinking that this is just some other, you know, little God that you put on the shelf, you're, you're, you're sadly mistaken because you're about to see his power. Because th- that's not what he's about. He, he's, he's not a God to be sitting up on somebody's shelf. And it's also, too, for us to think about, you know, in the church, too, that we keep the, you know, we be mindful that we keep the house clean and that we don't bring in things that, that are not like God. Like, say, for instance, a lot of pe- a lot of these churches now you know, are, what do they, like, what do they say, gay, sympathetic or whatever, or, you know, yeah. things like that. Me and you, me and you have a... Okay. Well, anyway, so, that, so, I, so I, I have a different opinion. Well, meaning that they would marry them. I'm not talking about oh, okay. people visiting. Okay. People visiting is t- something different. I'm talking about literally marrying them. Okay. Marrying them in the church, right? So you know, being sympathetic to that and doing that, um, or you know, allowing certain things to go on. Um, I re- remember a time of testimony where I was uh, in a ministry and the, the pastor had stopped, you know, the whole service because there was a lot of people who were, you know, messing around with each other that was in the choir. And he literally stopped the whole service and he said, you know what, I can't go on like this. And he kind of like, you know, did an open rebuke of things to clean the house. So, you know, in the same instance, it's like, okay, even when we were talking about was it Eli earlier, you know, with his two sons, and it was like, okay, you have to set things in order. You have to have things to be in the will of God and correct, you know, in order to go forward, in order to be with, within the will of God. So it's it's crucial to always check yourself, you know, just like um, – Brother Conrad was saying, it's like, this is serious. You know, it's a serious, you know, walk. He's a jealous guy. Right. And to get the whole gay thing straight so you don't need nobody hanging out like that. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, gay is gay is wrong. We all know that. But however, I'm going to say this, and I want you guys to hear this. I cannot judge a gay person to say you cannot come to my church and worship no more than I can say any one of you can come in. And there is a feedback. I mean, I'm not sure if it's PowerPoint, but... Can you guys hear me? Anybody else experience that? Okay. Can, is that any better? Yeah. Okay. All right. So what I was saying is, I can't condemn any gay person coming to worship no more than I can any other person. Because in God's, in God's eye, sin is sin. Sin is sin. Right? So if I'm going to let the, the person who's cheating on their spouse come in to worship, <laughs> then I can also let the gay person come in and worship. You understand? Amen. All right? So you, you can't rebuke them. All you can do, all you can do is try to put, God, put Jesus on their heart. And you let Jesus handle that. Amen. Okay. I agree. So 
just to let you know, we, we're not anti-gay. What, I'm, what she's saying is that, no, in the sight of God, I'm not marrying a, a, a gay couple. No, because that's against God's will. You understand? So I just wanted to clear that up. Make sure no one um, was uh, left on the cliff with that. <laughs> I got a good example as well. Um, I'm getting recertified for taxes, and um, the question came up that if a gay couple come in to have their taxes done, do they have to do their taxes? Mm. And, yeah. uh, of course, the instructor said, I mean, yeah, you got to go do their taxes. But I don't yeah. agree with their lifestyle. Right. You still can do their taxes. Right. How do them doing taxes together, you participating in your lifestyle? There's one well, thing to be participating and glorifying the lifestyle versus you doing your job at the end of the day. Well, in that instance, you have to That's look at it as abiding by the laws of the land. land. Because even when it comes mm-hmm. to medical insurance, you know, the company I work for sends medical insurance to everyone because the law had changed to allow gay couples to, to have medical coverage. So right. you can't really go tit for tat on things. You've got to let, right. with what Pastor Keith was saying, let the Lord um, condemn people. Let the Lord um, come in and um, yeah. and change know, their hearts, convict their hearts. You know about what they're doing. But uh, Sister Nadine, I think she has something to say here. Go ahead. Was it Nadine or Debbie? One of you guys had something to say, right? Uh, yeah, I was saying that um, also creating, also creating a, um, I'm about letting my husband checking me to say with the, the Yeah, yeah. That's good, teacher. That's, that's good. Because <laughs> we did get off topic. I was just trying to put that out there because when you let, when you open that door, I had to straighten that door. Oh, okay. All right. Well, out, that's all.
we look in our lives, we yes. can deliver from many things, but there are still some little strongholds there. Yes. Lest we forget sometimes that, you know what, God, I struggle here, and it is similar to that man who is struggling with maybe alcohol or lusting after this man's wife. Um, and not until we have compassion in those areas. I, I believe, and if we be that church, we're going to see a lot of difference where we embrace people. They don't feel like they sin against daddy. You right. understand how they sin against pastor. And it's something that they do against God. And they are only about sin. Realize that 
God, when as a body we are one, right? Mm-hmm. So if you notice, even though those people had nothing to do with with what was happening, they were being chastised also because it was not just a simple little tumor every man had. It was hemorrhoid. Mm-hmm. That's at your bottom. That's yep. wild. That's, that's why it's a secret comfortable. place. It's one of the, I, I, I'm telling you, I never had it, but I saw my mom with it. And when she went to the hospital to cut it, trust me, I cried. It, 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 it's hurtful. It's hot. It's painful. I think, man, that's, that's a wicked thing. And to know that even though you, you, you're a part of the community, but you're not a part of what was happening, but yet you suffer with the persons who were actually involved. This is showing us that that is how we ought to be. When one person is struggling, we all are supposed to be struggling with that person. We all are supposed to be feeling it. Mm-hmm. But do we do that? Are we at that place yet where we can struggle with each other, where we can feel each other's pain? Whereas a tree, when the branch is bruised, the entire tree is bruised. When we miss, when a leaf is fallen, the entire tree loses a leaf. If you understand what I'm saying, because I'm just I'm just looking in this and I'm saying we would think that probably it's unfair, but even though you live in Jersey and I live in Philly, I was the one who had something to do with this act. You live in Jersey, didn't have anything to do with it, but yet because you're a part of the community, you were afflicted to, mm-hmm. meaning that He has us as one, one body in Christ. And that is why when they took it elsewhere, who knew the presence of God and the fear of God and what doing stuff that is against the will of God will result to, they were like, listen, don't want this, don't want it, take it out of here, we don't even want it, Them, them don't even want it, cool, don't even, don't even take, don't even put it down. No matter how you're tired, no matter how it's heavy, keep moving. Don't even put it down. And when they wouldn't listen, because guess what? We always have our burdens and want to carry it and throw it on somebody. Mm-hmm. Instead of coming together and saying, listen, how can we bear each other burden? What can I do to help you? I want to throw it on you. I'm just going to throw it on you. I don't want it. You take it. But yet, when you throw it, you walk away, but it's still with you. You think you throw it, but when you step away, it is still with you. Because guess what? Even though they were asking them not to leave it, they had to go to the higher powers to tell them, listen, come and tell them we don't want it. They are to take it with them. No, this is how God, God, God treats us, and this is how he wants us to treat each other. We are one body. So when one person is struggling, we all are supposed to be struggling. Nobody is supposed to be happily going along and whatever, whatever. We are supposed to be concerned. When one person, when one person finger crush, everybody hand supposed to feel it, feel the pain. Everybody
everybody is supposed to be under the, 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 the cold water because everybody is supposed to be feeling it. But not until we get to that place where we are to be, where your struggles become my struggle and my struggle become your struggle, then we can identify with most of what is happening in the Word of God. Amen. Hello. Okay. So that that was very good. Um looking forward to, to hear um chapter six because chapter six is something I'm not saying who's gonna bring it, but I read chapter six and chapter six talking about they like listen. You guys gotta get this thing out of here. I don't know how it, but then they ask, how can we get it out? But then they have to do some stuff in order to get it out before God will take the rod from them. Right. Okay. You know? That his hands are from yes. Clean house. Clean your house. Amen. I I have just a little funny short testimony to a friend of mine told me. That uh, she was, uh, you know, had given given her life to the Can Lord. Can I hear you, Summer? I said I have a short, funny testimony, um, real quick. I remember a friend of mine told me that she had gave her life to the Lord, and then um, the next weekend she decided to go to a club to go party. So she goes into the club and she goes out onto the dance floor to start dancing. And people literally started turning around to her and was like saying to her, what are you doing here? And another person turned around and was like, are you making fun of us? You know, and then another person turned around and was like, you don't belong here. I mean, these are like perfect strangers that that were doing this to her. And after a while, she started realizing this wasn't people talking to her. These were spirits. Talking, talking to her, and so she literally started getting scared because it like all these people kept turning around saying these things to her, and then she ended up leaving. So in that respect, it's kind of like the opposite of what we're saying. Like you know, she's taking the spirit of God that is in her into a place where it didn't belong. You know, that was their place. You know what I mean? So. You can't, you know, they were like, oh, don't bring, you know, that light in here. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. the the uh, the demons that were in the uh, the man that has said, you know, do you come, you know, are you, are you coming early? You know, they told, told Jesus, uh, you know, told, told Jesus, like, it's not time for you to come. You know, don't, you know, don't do that right now. Cast us into the pig, you know. So, you know, uh, you can't take your Holy Ghost everywhere. <laughs> so, just wanted true. to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so it is gonna be something. On that uh, if I can say one more thing, I um, <laughs> but um, what I'm thinking is that if we are not cured of sin, can you see the kind of church that we will be? Right. Where people would just come in and just, can you imagine if I can share my secret and I'm not judged? Right. You understand? Uh huh. So, so that mm-hmm. I can even, because when you share your secret, 
secret. You neutralize the power that it has over mm, you. Yes. And yes. Being told. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no actually corporate because you make sure that on a one-on-one level, but the power of sharing what God has. Like the woman came and she said, I have four kids, several kids, and I had eight. And I was still a pastor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, you know where that can reach? And I'm like, oh, God, I look at that woman like, Jesus Christ, the power of God is just phenomenal. And she still has the unknowing thing. But she was so free the day when she was sharing at church. She said, yeah, that was my real struggle. And the people that she was able to reach, I remember my sister went home and she was like, yes, that's a real message, you know? And I can connect with that other than just saying, you know, Jesus says and he keeps and he satisfies. And I think that's what we're doing this week, too, with this fast, is is that we're, you know, sharing but also supporting each other. Yeah. Also, you know. I didn't hear that summer. uh, I was saying that that's what we're doing this week with this fast because we're fasting against strongholds. So it kind of, like, goes in alignment with everything that we're saying about clearing out strongholds, about supporting each other. Um, in in what is going on, and also through revealing the things that we have struggles with. So I think it's all representative of what's going on. And even what uh, you know, Brother Conrad was saying, I was kind of smiling when he said that today was kind of like everything's coming at me. It's like okay, it's because you're on your fast. <laughs> That's the only reason why. <laughs> The only reason why, because the enemy always when when the enemy knows that you fasting against something, oh, he's coming at you with with guns blazing. Well, just just, yeah. just just remember that that's what fasting is all about. If right. you carefully read the scripture, it says when Jesus went to fast, it says he went to the desert to fast to be tempted. Right. Right. You understand? Right. So on your fast, you will be tempted, right? Yeah. And if you're not, you're just on a diet. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the last fasting we had fast, I remember um, I was away um, on premises working when all those things broke out over my body like Job. Uh-huh. And, um, I remember I was on that seven-day fasting that was being bought, and yes. we were not supposed to eat anything. And that was on a fast. Two days ago, I was washing my clients and the water flashing my face. Can you see it? Well, you are right. And I, I saw this in my face. And I, I just went up a while ago and was buying it. I don't know what it is. But the these things in my face again, and my, the side of my face is swollen. But I just, I just said the first thing was the same first thing I was on when it, mm-hmm. I get the attack with the, the boys seeking to come out and my yeah. skin. So that's a good thing to remind us too that you will be at an after church Sunday night. I start towards. Yes. So that's the the enemy trying to come against you with a counter attack. Yes. So that's how I like that. Jesus. Amen.
on, on this on this fast. Don't just be going throughout the day saying I'm, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. But you gotta fill yourself back up. You understand? Yeah. Amen. Um, Amen. Um, I, I I'm getting I keep getting something. Um, evangelist faith when you were saying that about your your face and that side. I kept getting, um, I can't remember who it was um, in the Bible who had to lay on their side. I don't know if it was uh, it, Isaiah. Uh, Did he have to lay on his side for, for a year? Was, it was either Isaiah or Jeremiah, one of the two. I can't remember. They had, they had, to, to, they had to lay on their side. And eat um, on their side and everything. Yeah. The Lord is telling me to tell you tonight when you lay down, lay down on that side. I'm sorry, my voice is a little bit, because I'm dry, um, but I was saying that the, if you remember the story, I believe it's Isaiah, that the Lord had told him to lay on his side. Yeah. Okay. The Lord, as you were telling me that, the Lord was telling me to tell you, when you go to sleep tonight, lay on that side. Okay. Wow. Amen. Wow. Wow. Powerful. Wow. Amen. Amen. So, Sister Nadine, would you close us out if anyone doesn't have anything else? Anything? Anyone? Okay. God, I thank you for tonight. I thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in your body. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to grow in your heart, Lord God. Lord God, we ask that every word that was spoken here tonight will take root and will bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Lord God, cover every one of us, Lord God, come on, Father, this Lord God. Yes, Lord. We'll keep us, Lord God. Father God, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you will guard our heart and our mind and keep us in perfect peace, Lord Jesus. Lord God, keep us focused during the, the duration of this past, Lord God. Heavenly Father, we pray, Lord God, that you'll continue to reveal things unto us, Lord Jesus. Lord God, I pray that you'll begin to share your secrets with us, Lord Jesus. And as a body, Lord God, may you see us as one, Lord Jesus. Father God, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you'll continue to teach us your yeah. and your ways. Lord God, we thank you. And Lord God, we place everything in your hands. And we ask, Lord God, that you'll have total control of tonight. And the rest of the evening in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, great study, guys. Awesome great job, job Congratulations, Conrad. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Cut that off your chest now. Tiger in your bones, huh? It's good. Next week, uh, chapter 6, we're going chapter by chapter here, so just keep track of the chapter we're on. Make sure you yeah. read it ahead of time, because guess what? Wow. Next Wednesday is a new month. Woo-hoo. I'm just saying. <laughs> I might do it, or I might call on somebody to do it, so you better be ready, because I'm not going to tell you in advance, because you should be studying. Uh, yeah. That's the whole Woo-hoo. point of this. It's called Bible study, not Bible listen. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So study. Because if I call upon you, you need to be ready. 
You need to be ready, guys. That's why I said it ain't Bible study. It's theology school. <laughs> so let, let, let's get it right. Study study the script. It doesn't take long. Take you, what, maybe 10 minutes at the most to read a chapter? Yeah. Get it out of the way. Write down some good notes of key things you want to go look up and start and, and, and dig into those little key words or, or phrases or or events or anything that you're reading in the chapter, write it down on a piece of paper as you're reading and go dig deeper on that. Okay? Yes. It'll, it'll make the study so much easier for you. Don't use Wikipedia, please. <laughs> yes, it is an abomination to me. It is. <laughs> All right. I wanted you to entertain our summer a little bit about the church that we're invited to, we're invited to Grace Temple in Cherry Hill over here. We're invited over there for the eighth of of October. And we would need to be there. She, I talked to her last night. They they serve dinner at three fifteen. So if you want to do dinner, come at three fifteen. If, if you if you don't, don't want to do dinner before you come, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can come at um, at four fifteen. So because um, around four thirty, they'll start seating and um, and getting service started. So um, yeah, just uh, that's about about. Is that it. a formal event? Uh, it's not, you know. Well, that that church, we they do um, dress up at that church, so you can go ahead and dress up. Um, you know that church. I mean, I don't want to tell anybody what not to do, you know, or whatever. But they don't. Um, they don't wear earrings and things like that, or whatever. But I've worn it, and I've not been rebuked for it. So I'm not <laughs> telling you that. But whatever you feel comfortable, I'll have earrings on. So <laughs> you know what I mean. I, like I, yeah, so I I I just don't uh, like you know try to over you know, do it, you know what I mean? But because I try to be, you know, at least respectful of certain things. Right, right, right. But I still have, like, earrings on, but they're not the big flashy, you know, my big flashy earrings <laughs> that I wear. So, you know, um, so, yeah, I still, I'm still me. Yeah, I'm still me, but I try to, you know. <laughs> yeah, the big, big red ones, right? Big sending red earrings. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I'll send out the address to you guys. I'll text it to you so that you have the address and you know know where to go. Uh, if you need a ride, Michelle, let us know. Oh um, yeah. So we can, you know, everybody can try to help out with uh, getting everyone over there, right? All right, let's go. Mhm. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm I'm okay. I just get a. I've just been getting a little stiff. You know what I mean? Here and there. So okay. I just been doing. Yeah. That's why I'm just putting the ice on there for 20 minutes. I'm trying to. 
I don't have any Tylenol, so it's just, you know, agitating. And I'm just like, okay, I, instead of having to go out to go get some Tylenol, I've just been going through it, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm okay. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. I'm going to, yeah, I think Orion ate something bad, so um, just make sure you pray for him tonight because he wasn't feeling well at school today. So and I talked to him and he said it was after lunch. So I think it was he may have ate something bad. So just you know continue to pray for him. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you guys. So much. Love you guys. I love you guys too. Have a good night. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.